I'm James Milley. And I'm Alex Muto. And this is The Artist Business Plan. Your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs hosted by Superfine Art Fair. What is going on, business artists? You are listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means that you are certifiably awesome. As you know, if you've been listening with us, I'm James Milley, the co-founder of Superfine Art Fair, the most widespread art fair for artists in the U.S., and one of the top resources for all things art, artists, and marketing of your art. Today, we've got Tayo Okamoto here with us on the mic. Tayo is going to share his thoughts on community, themes in art, and upbringing. I'm ready to dive in, but first, I've got an amazing offer here just for you ABP listeners. Artists, have you ever felt anxious, alone, and unsure about the next move in your career? Good news, those days are over! Since 2015, we've spent thousands of hours developing the best art fair model for independent artists just like you who want to take control of your career, build your collector list, and make a real sustainable income from your art. Superfine started with the connection between artists and an eager, empowered, qualified buying audience. So many alternatives didn't provide any real value for the artists who spent their precious time, hard-earned money, and major effort mounting and exhibiting their work without the results to back it up. And that meant that it was time for something new. For seven years, Superfine has focused on breaking down these barriers and creating sustainable economic opportunities for artists to build careers from our fair. To find your place at a Superfine fair, simply visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Don't miss the chance to be part of the top business artist community in the world. Oh, and when you mention the artist business plan, you'll receive $150 credit on your booth, no matter what size or city you choose. So that's $150 off. Go online to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art to set up your qualification call with James and get started selling your art with Superfine today. Again, that's www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. All right, so we are back here with Tayo Okamoto. Tayo grew up by the ocean in Karatsu, Japan, where he often spent his childhood days twilighting on the seawall, dreamily gazing at the vast sky, crashing waves, and flying fish. He has lived in New York City since 2002. Working across mediums, Tayo creates Chagiri A, Uh, inspired paper art from small works to large installations, paintings, photography, digital art, and writings. He appears in the film Hanagatami, uh, directed by legendary Japanese filmmaker Nobuhiko Obayashi. Um, Welcome to the Artist Business Plan, Tayo. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's great to have you on here. Thank you again. Um, Now, before we get started, Tayo, uh, I wanted to ask you something to help our listeners get to know you. Uh, What is the earliest memory that you have of art? My earliest memory itself is basically drawing something. Uh, Drawing figures with crayons and colored pencils. Uh, It was before Nintendo came out and I was living in the countryside uh, where my house was right in front of the ocean. So uh, touching the nature, uh, imagining and drawing were what I was doing. Uh, okay, I remember this. <laughs> so, uh, I love later, that. 
yeah, later on, um, yeah, later on, uh, there was a um, dinosaur-looking sculpture piece I made with a paper clay when I was about, I think it was eight years old, uh, and I made it so quick. It was some homework for summer break. Uh, it had no title, but I was <laughs> awarded by the city. I was like, really? Okay, I see. <laughs> you know, unexpected. Yeah, that's a really fun moment. <laughs> you just had that natural gift and didn't even realize it. I love that. <laughs> <Didn't even realize. laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, all right, let's go ahead and dive into the other questions that we have for you. Uh, so, first of all, uh, how did growing up in the countryside of Japan and living in New York affect your art? Uh, how did they inspire your pieces in different ways? Mm -hmm. Even though uh, I lived in Tokyo for a few years, I mainly uh, grew up in the countryside of Japan. So I did not touch many different cultures or ideas so much. A, like contemporary art, social justice, gay culture, etc. I did not know those things. So living in New York uh, for about 20 years now has allowed me to uh, open my possibilities and break my boundaries. Uh, artists are, you know, everywhere here. I often use paper to create my art. That, uh, that idea definitely came from Japan. We call it harie or chigirie when we uh, tear paper by hand to make art. Uh, actually, I use uh, uh, very thin paper from Japan, uh, even though making art in harie and chigirie style is common in Japan, I did not see like anyone doing it here. So I thought maybe I could. You know, this is New York, anything could be possible. You know, people here are very accepting, uh, so I tried. My uh, first few works were kind of like uh, Byzantine mosaics. Then the style kept changing as I changed the paper I work with. Uh, making abstract with paper is fun now. <laughs> That's so cool. And I, I love that the kind of the medium is coming from uh, where you used to live, but then kind of the, the ideas behind it and, you know, letting the work be uh, broader, like you said, kind of comes from living in New York. So I, I you know, even if uh -huh. it's common in Japan, if it's not so common here in the U S or, or in New York um, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, combining the two in a way that's, that's probably not done too often. So that's, that's very cool to hear. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Um, so previously we discussed your background in journalism, which, mm -hmm. uh, was different from anything you were working on a few years ago and very different from what you're working on now. Um, so what drew you to work with paper and change the medium that you knew so well? Uh, and how often do you change the kind of work you do? Um, and if you'd like to uh, explain that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, while I was still doing uh, journalism, I wanted to make something uh, for my husband for, uh, uh, for his Christmas gift. Then I found origami paper in my desk drawer. That was the beginning. I 
made a, a portrait and I enjoyed making it and I wanted to make more. You never know what happens in your life. I was uh, mainly working with paper until like February 2021. I completed an uh, 11 foot long tapestry like piece uh, with paper, which took one year to complete. And uh, around the same time, another one of my uh, another uh, one of my paperworks was featured on a magazine cover so that I thought uh, I could take a break from paper. Then in early summer last year, I got a really uh, great water ionizer that changed, uh, that changes the uh, pH level of the water. So, so that I wanted to experiment with that in my art because why not? So I chose uh, water and paint for my new exploration. Um, I don't consciously change my style. It happens naturally, uh, especially while I'm not busy working on something. When you are busy on like projects, you focus on them thoroughly. You know, I don't want to be disturbed, you know, so that uh, the mind is not so open uh, but while resting or being being in between projects your mind is open so that uh, you can catch the information and ideas that are flowing around um, when you're busy uh, you can't really catch them even though they exist so it is important for me to not do anything sometimes and, and at those times, I usually receive great ideas and opportunities. Uh, instead of being impatient, like I have to do something, you know, knowing that I receive fantastic ideas anyway, give, gives me peace and I, peace and I choose to live with that trust. Uh, a waiting time is precious. And, you know, resting is part of the important work for artists, I think. Oh, I, I completely agree. I, you know, I think that as artists, there's kind of this fear of, you know, when you stop making art that you're going to kind of lose the habit or, mm-hmm. or you know, your skills are going to get rusty. But I, as an artist myself, like I totally agree. The times that I've had a break from making art are when some of the biggest changes to my art actually happen. So um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about and completely <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah, resting is so important for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that kind of leads nicely into our next question. Uh, mm. So some creative people, they get very stuck when they're starting projects. Uh, what is the process that you go through when creating a piece of art and does it, get, does it begin with the concept? Does it begin with something else? Mm. I, uh, I never really start from a concept. I wait until I want to work on something. Uh, through my art, I basically, uh, I want to transmit comfort, uh, harmony, smooth, smoothness, serenity, playfulness, etc. Et um, those feelings 
yeah, those, those feelings and vibrations. So I wait until I become that. Then those qualities naturally come out. The 11 foot paperwork took one year. So I had many like realizations during the process of making it. There were times that I forced myself work on it, even though I wanted the work to have a feeling of comfort and harmony. I strived to work on it several times, but every time I did so, the parts that I created uh, while striving did not harmonize with the other parts. (laughs) I I didn't feel like coherence. So... Like I always had to redo those parts. I, I mean, it makes sense to me. <laughs> I I learned that I, you know, I shouldn't work when I feel impatience and anxiety, and like instead I work on like letting myself feel good. Like meditation is a good supporter of my creative process. I mm, not only feel good while doing it, but also I receive like great ideas. When you meditate, your like, consciousness is more relaxed. So you go beyond your mind. It means that you like reach to the areas where you where uh, where you don't normally touch while focusing on reality. Therefore like you can receive ideas from those expanded areas and those ideas are fascinating. I totally recommend meditation for yeah. meditation for artists. <laughs> yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Um, very much in line with what we're talking about. I, I saw recently somewhere it said that uh, creative people need time to do nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so true. It's you know, it sounds kind of silly, but you know, honestly, forcing yourself to always be creative is you know, it's it's just like you said, like you're not going to have that balance or that harmony in the work mm-hmm. that you're making, especially when it's so important to the work that, you know, you mm-hmm. as a specific artist make. Um, it's, it's just really important to not not force yourself to, uh, you know, be creative because it's, it's just not going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, normally uh, when I like have to when I have a feeling that I have to do something, it's ba- it normally comes from it normally comes from like deficiency, you know, like I'm not good enough. I have to do more. You know? But yeah, it it doesn't really reach to a great outcomes. That that's something I learned throughout my artist uh, life. <laughs> yeah, so no, for sure, and. It's it's crazy, but people actually can tell the difference in the work itself when you know when you have when you did make it like when you were really in a groove that comes through in how people look at it. So mm-hmm. it's uh it is it's very important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, we are going to come right back, and Tayo is going to tell you more about telling a story with your art. But first, another message from our sponsors. Artist, not sure about the next move in your career? Whether you're a talented emerging artist or a nine to five career artist looking for an upgrade, Superfine Art Fair is the boost you've been waiting for. 
Showcasing top quality work with the highest level of production in the industry, Superfine has been continually developed over the past seven years to become the number one art fair for independent artists in the United States. If you want to make lifelong connections with collectors, if you're willing to learn new methods of marketing, and if you're able to make a plan and execute on it, then you're going to fit right in with our business artist community. From the east to the west, there are plenty of opportunities to expand your arts career with Superfine. To apply for a Superfine art fair near you, visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Mention the artist business plan during your qualification call and we'll take an additional $150 off of your booth fee for any city and any fair that you choose. We can't wait to welcome you to the Superfine community and start helping you sell more art today. All right. So Tayo, uh, we talked a bit about how Japan and New York had influenced you. Uh, Mm -hmm. How does identity and isolation impact your art? And how can you harness these ideas as an artist? To me, uh, identity is an illusion, like especially seeing the second uh, Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate, I've come to realize uh, that we have no like business with identity because we are so much more than that. We are not a race. We are not a sexual orientation. We are not a gender. We are not a job. We are not a title. If we mm, try to put ourselves into those frames, we feel suppressed. We we might feel some sort of security for a bit, but eventually it will be painful and suffocating because we are naturally more expanded. We can never be able to put ourselves into something. There is a a paper piece that I made called Escatologia. Uh, That one became the magazine cover last year. I made it uh, during the first Black Lives Matter in 2015. Uh, The model was an African-American girl, we say. I made her hair very, very colorful uh, because she's everything, not the identity that people see her. If If you don't identify yourself as something particular, your opportunities are infinite, you know? Sometimes I don't even want to call myself an artist. (laughs) I, you know, yeah, I use paper, paint, water, my body, photography, digital and writing to express. And I make very good tea too. (laughs) I am all kinds of things and I love that way. Um, And in terms of isolation, it is... um, luxury for me. Um, I love my family, but because I, I'm away from them, I can like fully focus on my world. It all depends on how you like, would like to use your time and energy. Um, <clears throat> I came here in my mm, early 20s. I was able to explore my youth uh, by doing what I wanted to do at that time. Um, if I were like physically close to my family, I would have not been an artist. I was artsy when I was little too, but adults back then, um, 
told me that only a handful of people can live as an artist, something uh, artist or something. So I listened to them without any doubt. I think I would have not realized that uh, the idea was not mine if I were close to my family or living in Japan. Yeah, no, I mean, with kind of going back to the first point about Mm -hmm. identity, um, I definitely agree that, you know, taking it outside of an individual box is... uh, is so important. People always want to be compartmentalizing uh, how they look at other people just to simplify the conversation, but it really Mm -hmm. takes away like information and details that are, are actually there. And it also is very limiting, I would say, um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you uh, aren't able, it's sort of like, okay, if you're an artist, here's what an artist does. and, And then you're, you know, filling in the information that is assumed of that box, but ultimately, you know, people overlap in various, uh, you know, expectations of, of boxes and everything. So it's, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I totally agree there. Um, and I think that most artists, uh, would agree on some, some isolation time is very much appreciated just to (laughs) be able to focus on, uh, you know, everything that's going on in your mind, uh, about your own art, uh, and, and your own universe. So I love, I love some alone time as well. <laughs> so I totally, yeah. totally agree. Um, so, uh, last, last question that I wanted to go over is, mm-hmm. uh, shifting gears a little bit. Um, but you recently set about crafting your Instagram to follow more of an artistic journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you shift the focus of your art and what changes did you make to create a more cohesive story throughout this process? Mm -hmm. I believe that, uh, whatever you do, uh, life takes care of it. Like I said, uh, like I said earlier, the, uh, materials for me to create art are varied now. Uh, for example, when I, uh, took a break from paper, uh, water came in, then paint came in. But at the same time, because I started to drink like a great water, <laughs> my skin started to feel more smooth. It's, it's natural because I changed uh, the core of my body. Um, and I used water as medium. I need a time to dry you know during that waiting time i discovered my body my skin feels great let's just take some photos this body discovery uh led me to rebuild uh, my instagram in completely different way i said uh goodbye to my past beautiful moments and glories and deleted all my posts uh, on my birthday last year and started to <laughs> <laughs> started to recreate it as a game board uh, which contains body water and paint so uh, if you are following the game board you are not you are you are on a journey 
with me, uh, some, someday we'll see uh, the whole view. Right? You know, currently I am uh, currently I'm uh, I'm working on a photo book, photo book which is like a, a compilation uh, of my expression through body, paint, and water. I'm really excited about it. Also, um, I'm making a digital digital fashion uh, together with a Japanese digital fashion designer team called Noted. It's uh, spelled N-A-U-G-H-D-E-D. They'll create 3D digital fashion using the materials I've given to them. Uh, I wanted to collaborate with them because they are so talented and they can uh, realize paper texture in digital platform. I always wanted to express my creation in fashion, so I'm super excited. Uh, I'm super excited to see how our collaboration turns out. I think we will be able to show our collab work like sometime in June, and I'm open to <laughs> collaborate with other interesting artists too. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't wait to see it. That sounds so cool. I'm, I'm always a fan of uh, uh, like innovative ways to um, uh, be combining different art media. So that's, that's super exciting to hear. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Tayo, this has been a great conversation. Uh, one last question for the artists listening out there. What what is a like one final tip that you have for the artists listening? Hmm. I mentioned uh, Instagram, uh, but using social media differently is a great key. If you unconsciously post just to announce your projects or promote your work, people aren't so naive anymore so they might not be so interested in your page uh, because there is so much to see out there you know in fact after i recreated my instagram i began receiving like collaboration requests and opportunities uh, that includes some things i don't want to do too uh, because i have uh, yeah sorry because i have um, become more interested in what is inside me. And uh, because my consciousness is looking inwardly, people have therefore become more curious about me. When I think when you are like constantly looking outside and trying to get attention, they never care about you. That's just, I think, physics. And since uh, I'm doing many different things, um, I also want to say, don't limit yourself uh, to what other people think of us of as artists. Just do what fills your soul with joy. I guess uh, many people have an idea that an artist creates art stuff, shows the work in galleries, and lives in the art world, uh, that could be one idea. But you don't have to be that. Like, for example, 
if you are interested in creating a system that lets money just flow and everyone can receive the abundance without worry. You can be an artist who creates that too. You know? I think uh, what artists can do now is showing different ideas, possibility, possibilities, and views. Uh, because society has been so attached to news media and social media these days, and it's so easy to be led to certain ideas, but nothing is only one way. I think adults should go out and play. <laughs> When I was younger, I thought if I become an adult, I'll have to work and stop having fun. For society or something, you know, and, and society now reflects that. But if adults are having fun now, kids would see it. Then they will think that it's okay for them to have fun when they grow up. So, do you know what that means? They will create a society where grown ups can just have fun. By themselves. <laughs> so trust them. I, That's so I think, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think we are really going through a turning point as human beings in which, which, in which way to proceed now. Yeah. I love that. You, you said so many lovely things there. Use social media differently. Do whatever fills your heart with joy and have fun as an adult so kids know that they can grow up and still have fun too. My, <laughs> my, my heart is happy right now. <laughs> I'm happy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tayo. Uh, to all of you artists out there, uh, Tayo has been here with us today sharing his amazing perspective. Uh, you can listen to this episode and any of our past episodes on uh, our website at superfine.world. Uh, to connect with Tayo, you can follow him on Instagram at Tai Okamoto and visit Tayo Okamoto.com. Uh, as always, uh, remember that we are Superfine Art Fair on Instagram. Uh, we always appreciate a share whenever you're listening to and enjoying the artist business plan. Uh, and also, we'd love it if you took a few moments to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, those ratings and reviews are so critical in helping other artist entrepreneurs, just like yourselves, find us. And as always, I'd like to wrap up the class by sharing a quick quote with you all. Uh, this quote is by Cecil B. DeMille.、Uh, and the quote is Creativity is a drug I cannot live without. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs>、um, Tayo, it's been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you again for sharing your perspective with our listeners. Thank you, James. And thank you for listening. Everyone.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening.、Uh, everyone, have an awesome rest of your day. And remember to stay on top of your artist business plan, get out there, and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Artist Business Plan, hosted by me, Alex Mito, and me, James Milley. Join us each week to hear leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas discuss tips and tricks designed to help you thrive and sell more art. To listen to this episode and all of our past episodes, just visit www.superfine.world and click the Artist Business Plan. 
And we love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message just to let us know you're listening. Want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Go to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Until next time, keep listening, keep creating, and keep up your artist business plan. 